0: Content warning for this Heal the Mind, the podcast episode, we do touch upon mentions of toxic relationships, toxic coping mechanisms, disordered eating, and scenarios which might be upsetting to our listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Heal the mind, you're one of a kind, we tried to rhyme, now we made you smile.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to Heal the Mind, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. We will be giving an explanation for an extremely long hiatus, but before that, welcome again. I'm Sumati.
1: I'm Shriya. And I'm Tamitra.
2: And there is also a Pratik uh, as part of the team, but he is unfortunately not able to join us today. And that is part of our explanation we all just finished 12th grade and we're going into like college some of us have our college stuff settled some of us don't and until now there were all the entrance exams and the extreme stress that comes with making college decisions so we chose to take this break at this time so the reason Pratik is not here is also because of college related reasons and he has chosen to take some time off from uh, extra work so that he can finish his properly and then give his all. Which is great, we support that decision, support that king, let's go. But it also brings us to today's episode topic which is self-care and boundaries. And Prateek is very exemplary for today and thankfully, uh, thankfully for me, but I think some people like it. His dad jokes and puns are also not part of today's episode. We will not be doing a proxy for that. <laughs> yes, okay. So, let's uh, let's get started. So, it's self-care and boundaries. And Oh, another uh, point to note is take a shot of water. Every time we say self-care, you're going to be very well hydrated by the end. Right, uh, let's get started. Shriya, do you want to
1: talk about what self-care means to you? Yes, I would love to talk about this. So self-care for me, it's it starts with setting boundaries. I need to be able to set healthy boundaries when it comes to relationships or even just my academic work and something that I want to do for myself. You know, something that isn't necessarily going to be productive, but something that is going to make me feel some sort of peace in this chaotic world. So, setting boundaries and respecting myself enough to listen to myself when I'm just like, no, Shriya, you will not do this work now. You will play the keyboard or you will write poetry. It's like that. It's that simple for me. Uh, contra? Yeah, so
0: probably self-care to me is unconditionally allowing myself to recover from situations which could be either traumatic or not. Just realizing that you need to give yourself a break without any other conditions like, oh, if I do this, I will get a reward for relaxing. No, no reward based system. Just taking care of yourself and understanding that burnout is a real thing. And resting is incredibly important.
2: Yes, rest is very important. Okay, self care for me is literally just anything For me to keep myself sane, that's fundamentally my definition and it's to keep myself sane and and functioning and healthy and it's also giving myself enough time to relax or protect myself from something overwhelming or emotionally exhausting or taxing. Not even just emotionally but even say physically exhausting. I think that's uh, about self-care for me and the reason we went on a one by one basis was because self-care is incredibly personal to everyone. It's not general, it's not universal. The idea is, the necessity is, but what might help you
1: is personal, right? Yeah. Triya, you want to go ahead with that? Yes. So I'll just go ahead and talk a little bit about what self-care could mean to me. And like, it's a more in general way of sharing how I take care of myself. So self-care, for me, it's as simple as it sounds. It does not have to fit into any textbook definition, because as Sumati mentioned, it's an incredibly personal thing, right? So it's it differs from person to person. It's completely up to you what you want to do because it's about finding yourself at the end of the day what gives you peace what gives you solace so it's a it's an incredibly personal journey and it's basically just finding what relaxes you if reading a comic book helps you relax do it that's self-care for you and you should you have to prioritize that, especially because from last year, we all know how the situation has been, right? And everyone else suffers from a crippling fear of missing out, I guess. And they just feel like they have to be constantly online, or they have to be stuck to their phone, or they have to be doing this, they have to be doing that, or they have to be fitting like a certain aesthetic. And self care is just this, or it's just that. But you know, it's it's become incredibly relevant since last year. So we just need to find that one thing or whatever gives you peace. It's as simple as that, I feel. And it's it's personal to everyone, right? So an example would be, for me, it's about skincare and taking care of my hair. And it feels immensely rewarding, chiefly because we're living in such tough times and even though we can't change that within seconds we can't really go back in time or anything like that but i can do something to lift my spirits and make myself feel okay and and as i said we can't change that we can't go back in time so at least in one certain aspect in some way at least i can make myself feel better and that's self-care for me
2: i like how you brought up FOMO, pro max into this because uh... That has been a very pressing issue for me, yeah. which, which which is going on for like a couple months, right? Because, I mean, college, new people, you want to I mean, yes. talk to everyone, yes. get to know, you want to be known. So, FOMO was a big issue and I've only recently gotten hold of that and learned to control yeah. my uh, interactions so that I don't get exhausted. It's important to learn... Where you are overdoing it for yourself. Yeah,
1: very important. Exactly,
2: and draw that line, and that's exactly what boundaries are,
1: right? Yes, and I feel like this FOMO thing is completely amplified because of social media and this digital Mm -hmm. age. So, yes, just detox. Detox. It's, It's easily
0: accessible, right? Because social media is so easily accessible. You want to access everything which encompasses your life in an equal manner and give it your all, but sometimes. That's not possible. And actually, if I were to talk about what self-care means, possibly in a broader spectrum to me, it would be something which detoxes your mind. Not to sound very much like wellness YouTube channels, but <laughs> it's, it, it really is to detox your mind and break the loop of continuing to burn yourself out or keep doing stuff that exhausts you and it can guide you away from negativity or situations which you just don't want to be in. And it is pleasant because your body and mind finally relaxes after a long time. But sometimes it's uncomfortable. Self-care can be uncomfortable if you continuously are working. But it can be pleasant as time goes on. And you need to be doing things to function normally. <laughs> yes. And relaxing is also needed to function normally. Yeah. So, self-care, important
2: in your brain. So <laughs> <laughs> Only facts. Pavitra spitting facts like no other. We respect spit facts, man. Okay. And, oh, you know, it's funny because, like, the, through this past week, I've been telling a couple of my friends, I'm don't mind, but I might just go completely off the grid and not respond to any of your texts or calls or just be present at all because things can get really hard and sometimes you need that time off and what both of you called a detox, right, which going completely off of social media and I, that's very necessary. It's me fighting my FOMO, yeah. which is, and let me tell you, it's not easy Thanks. and I get it if anyone says it's not easy, it can be easy for some people yeah. Um, but it's not for everyone. It is definitely not for me. But it's necessary, right? At some point, you have to do it. You you need that rest. You need that time off. You know, just don't not give
1: yourself that
2: joy, yes. that relaxation. You deserve it. You need it.
1: You deserve it. And I feel like, you know, self-care is basically a very essential part of loving yourself, right? Yeah and
2: i mean self-love doesn't come easy for some people and yes that's very understandable honestly that is eh? that is i mean it sucks it genuinely sucks i think at some point we've all had all of us here have had some issues with loving ourselves and loving ourselves accepting well. different parts but it's all a journey and you know it is the one thing i can tell you is you are worth it yes no matter whichever part of you says it's you're not you are and it can be difficult to accept that now but it's true it's a fact you're worth it you deserve kindness and loving yourself and the love that you give to others you need to give that love to yourself as well and that is also self-care i wonder how hydrated everyone is right now (laughs) okay coming back let's talk about what self-care is not because there's a lot of like gray area or misconceptions
1: about it
2: firstly self-care is not selfish, it's a necessity, not a privilege. And we will be addressing this again, but it is a necessity, it's not selfish for you. So if for example, you're talking about setting boundaries, it's not selfish to set boundaries you're just saving yourself you're caring for yourself and that is perfectly fine and self care is also not self indulgent you know it's it's not about going overboard with things it's doing that bare minimum at least that keeps you healthy and functioning and sane and possibly happy. And the other thing, putting others down for your benefit. I'm sorry, that is not self-care. That is just being rude. Sometimes you have to draw boundaries and explain to someone how you can't talk to them or spend time with them. And that is fine. That is understandable as as long as you're doing it in a healthy manner, as long as you're communicating it right. But putting others down for your benefit is not self-care. And other things which are very obvious, ruining your sleep schedule. And Lastly, from my side, um, mindless snacking, stress eating, or restricting. Helping yourself in this respect comes with the awareness, you know. I mean, when you're snacking mindlessly, you don't realize it. So it's easy to say, but mindfulness is probably the most effective to help with this mindless snacking part. It has helped me, okay? It still happens sometimes, but you're allowed mistakes and yeah, stress eating restricting. Please eat your nutrients right, eat healthy food. Going
0: from Simati's points, toxic coping mechanisms are not self-care. Let's keep this very real. So like examples are like over-exercising, over-eating, under-eating, or like trying to control parts of your life because other paths aren't going as planned or being overly productive, substance abuse, social withdrawal and excusing toxic behavior as well is not self-care. Why do I include excusing toxic behavior is you thinking that other people treating you badly is good enough for you or is rewarding enough for you is not caring for yourself and it's not good for you, it's not healthy it's not easy to overcome any of these coping mechanisms it is incredibly hard it takes a journey and similarly self-care is a journey so if you are planning to start a journey or you are on a journey depending upon your needs
1: and wants we all are very proud of you very proud yes
2: you have all the support from all the people around you
1: yes so you know Sumathi you were mentioning earlier Sleep schedules and oh, yeah. just exploiting your sleep schedules like anything, not respecting yourself enough to realize. Okay, I need to sleep now. I have a lot of work, but I need the rest in order to function properly. So I recently I heard of this term last year. Okay, so it's called revenge bedtime procrastination. I mean, it's it's related to that somewhere. I feel because uh, suppose you are in college or you are working, whatever it may be, you have a lot of work throughout the day, and you get your free time only in the evening or like late evening once you finish all your work or at least you decide to take a break right now you'll take a break but then somewhere you realize okay this is what i'm doing so now i'm going to take revenge on myself for not sleeping properly and i don't care that's basically what that is this is what i had done in 12th grade i used to do this because we used to have a lot of work but i have changed now and this is me acknowledging my revenge bedtime procrastination because i have done that and i feel like others have done that too And just acknowledge it, be mindful, keep in mind that you do require that sleep, you require that rest in order to be productive the next day or do whatever it is you have to do. And your phone is basically luring you into losing your sleep, right? But then, you know, you can't afford to damage it, you really cannot. And if you have been doing it or if you have done it, if you just acknowledge it and also acknowledge that you are growing, you are trying to change, that you are evolving, so that's very important. So true, love that.
0: And as we move out of like what self care is not. We are about to be your self care mythbusters, not like ghostbusters, but like mythbusters. Yeah, I am bringing in the puns instead of Pratik. Yes,
2: pun <laughs> lovers are not going to miss prateek in this episode, apparently.
1: Yes. So the myth is that self-care must be earned and for that I just have to say it is a necessity, it's not a privilege, you know, even if you feel like you have not been productive today, it does not mean you will not chop out a little bit of time for yourself and do something for yourself, right? And if you feel like you haven't been productive, so you won't do that today, you're just hurting yourself. So don't do that, try not to do that. And let me just paint a picture for our listeners. So this is the scenario, right? You have way too many deadlines nearing and you have bit off more than you could chew. Are you describing my life? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I stalk you and now I know everything, okay? yeah you've bit off more than you could do and you have a terrible headache from all the stress from all the screen time and you think that you can't afford to keep some time out for yourself because that will make you unproductive for some time but you need to see the facts right and the fact is that self-care is here to help you realize what you need to focus on so prioritizing your health and well-being is the point of focus that is what you need to be focusing on try to figure out something that makes you feel energized and reach charges your inner battery because time doesn't stop for anyone but you can slow down and you can find peace amid the chaos so the uh, next myth it is unnecessary or selfish you know this is what i believe if someone believes that self-care is unnecessary or it's selfish they are either too proud or they do not know what brings true joy to them i'm sorry that's what i believe or it
2: could also be mm. internalized hustle culture and dropship yes. productivity yes which is is, as the phrase says it's toxic it doesn't do any good for you it might be a short-term benefit because you feel like oh you're achieving a lot you're being really productive but the fact is you're actually you know hampering with your own health and well-being at that point we understand like the society itself they expect us to not take rest and Rest itself is stigmatized, but doing something that makes you feel good is essential in a day. It should be part of your daily routine. It's not, I mean, like we said, it's not a privilege. It's not a reward system kind
1: of thing. It's a necessity
2: and you should do it.
1: Completely agreed. So our next myth is it's about making a choice between you and others in your life. So this brings me to the topic of healthy boundaries, right? because healthy boundaries are needed. You need to set healthy boundaries if you want to connect with yourself. So instead of living on the screen, just take out some time for yourself. If you have it in you that you need self-care, and it is essential if you do believe that please do it because you will find so much peace and comfort in that setting boundaries isn't selfish it's simply just an act of self-love and compassion for yourself agreed
2: after, after very wise words from Triya, i'm your next uh, mythbuster in line so our next myth is that self-care is an excuse self-care is not an excuse We've been saying this for a while through this episode and I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing it, but I'd rather you internalize the fact that self-care is a necessity to sustain your health and well-being. It's not an excuse. Even if you're setting boundaries with someone, it's not an excuse. If you're trying to end your work by a certain hour in a day, it's not an excuse. And another common thing we hear, misconception rather, is about self-care is that it's expensive. I think this myth stems more from the idea that uh, a lot of people when they imagine self-care, like if they picture it, they think self-care is a lot about like bubble warts and, and chamomile tea and you know shopping sprees and spending a lot of money on buying things that you really love. and. These aren't completely wrong. These are probably in some way some sort of self-care. But self-care is more than that. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to cost you a single penny. Uh, It can be saying no when you're feeling extra vulnerable to getting overwhelmed or if you're overwhelmed yourself already. Or it can be something as simple as giving yourself say half an hour in a day to do just something you like or even nothing at all you just want to exist for half an hour doing nothing thinking about anything that you want as passing thoughts then that's great because that doesn't cost you anything so there are cheaper alternatives to shopping sprees which are also very beneficial and self-care doesn't have to always be expensive and sure there are expensive parts as well and we're not talking just about money-wise expensive it can also be energy expensive it can be time expensive but in the end, it's going to pay off, right? For example, cutting toxic friends out of your life, especially if you've known them for a while, it can be a very exhausting experience and emotionally expensive. But it is for your well-being and it needs to be done. And, you know, it's just what needs to be done to keep you healthy. So. Even if it's exhausting, at the end, you're going to be better. So do it for yourself. And of course, therapy is also part of self-care. And given the stigma and the unavailability, at least in our country, it can be expensive a lot, but you're going to gain immensely from it. Uh, at least for most people, have very good experiences with therapy. So invest in yourself. That's that's great. It's, uh, you deserve it. It's very
0: much a process as well, right? So if yeah. you go forward with it we are all very proud of you so i am the last myth buster hello so basically self-care includes anything that makes you feel better no immediately no self-care is not something to substitute with unhealthy coping mechanisms you cannot label unhealthy coping mechanisms with self-care self-care is about gaining momentum in self-consciousness and possible growth and it's not a way to gain the feeling of possible control when you are losing control of some parts of your life.
2: In an unhealthy way, right?
0: Exactly. And self-care also can make you feel better, but it's also laborious. It takes time. And when you haven't done it before, or you are trying again from a very dark place, those hard parts require immense strength. And if you are going through a phase where it is taxing, where you have to keep going, and you are taking time for yourself, but it's getting hard, we are so proud of you, and we hope that you continue, and we are here for you. And also the next one is self-care is competition and an aesthetic to present. No, self-care provides a definition presented and constructed into easily consumable bites. For example, in your reels, you find these like compilations of people having coffees and like looking out of their window at like a beautiful view and them titling it as self-care, right? that does not have to be the definition for you self-care can literally be just making your bed sitting there and letting it all out or thinking about what you want to do for yourself as growth in your personal bubble that literally can be self-care for you so define self-care for you and self-care does not have to be like overnight like glow up culture again no (laughs) it, it takes steps and it takes time and you don't have to pressurize yourself Because your body and mind needs recuperation, it needs time to take care of itself. So, self-care is not a competition or an aesthetic.
2: Just to add on, we vaguely address this, but it's also having those difficult conversations, sometimes with people. Having those difficult conversations is also part of this journey. And it's an ongoing and continuous journey because it's what sustains your well-being. And sometimes it involves very difficult conversations very emotionally taxing overwhelming conversations but you can do it and coming to setting boundaries that is also part of this difficult conversation aspect boundaries are essentially limits that you set for yourself Boundaries can be emotional, physical, sexual boundaries, workplace, material boundaries, time, all of these. But interpersonal boundaries, right, which is, which kind of encompasses a couple of these that I mentioned now. Having healthy boundaries with people around you is integral. Like, I cannot stress on it enough. I'll probably go into, like, essay language here. But it's integral to have a healthy relationship with that person. And so the reason I said I would be talking about interpersonal boundaries is because I'm someone who gets overly invested in all of my relationships with people around me so at some point when people are like moving away or you, ha- you just have to let go of someone I have a very hard time letting go because I was so overly invested and did not set those boundaries for myself about how much time and emotional energy I would give to them right and I ended up hurting myself multiple times because of this lack of boundary but recently I have been figuring it out for myself with help and it has been getting better, it takes a lot of awareness and energy and it can be painful, heart wrenching even sometimes. But let me tell you it is worth it, it is very much worth it you are finally left with very healthy relationships around you with people who will listen to you and understand where you're coming from and it's just who doesn't want a healthy relationship and i understand there are some people because of prior experiences in life you might find a certain comfort with having inconsistency or instability and this is subconscious comfort that i'm talking about but it is that healthy relationship is very important and while there might be some amount of subconscious toxic comfort actually uh, attached to an unhealthy relationship, it's important that you let it go as well. Another example of setting a boundary is saying no when you're uncomfortable and drawing that line at the first instance of discomfort, right? If you address it at the first instance, the person also understands that you're not comfortable and they probably hopefully you won't do it again. And it can also be difficult for someone to understand your boundaries when you you know, draw a line. So it's very important that you clearly and patiently communicate your boundaries with the other person instead of assuming that they understand, right? And when you make a boundary and when, you, when someone establishes a boundary with you, understand it's not an issue that you have with the person, but rather it's just you saving energy for yourself. And like we said, that's not selfish. So uh, you should be doing that and sometimes it can be hard to have someone respect your boundaries so it might require some reiteration but do that, do that reiteration for yourself, you deserve that kind of respect and yeah reiterating also the fact that the person drawing the line, if you're the one drawing the line you should understand that you shouldn't misuse it as a reason to ghost someone, as to uh, treat someone badly because uh, that's just morally wrong. Be ethical in your ways, that's all I can say really and acknowledging the fact that sometimes you need some extra time and space, that's fine, and it's no one's fault. You may be, say, extra vulnerable to something, like, for example, when I, when I get stressed with, say, college work or something, I tend to uh, distance myself from people just enough so that I have energy to give myself and to be able to do my work properly, and that's fine. People around me know that I do that and they respect it and I appreciate
1: that very much. From last year it's just been really hard times for everyone. We get that it's been hard for everyone and you know everyone heals in their own way, we have our own processes, we have our own methods, we know or we have an idea at least about what works for us, what doesn't work for us so this is about the just the previous point that you mentioned that do not misuse the reason this reason to ghost someone right mm-hmm because it could be that maybe you're not comfortable enough to tell them that hey I'm, I'm trying to set boundaries, this is what I'm not in a good place right now so can you just give me some time, once I feel better I will message you and we can talk or whatever that is right because somewhere you owe them, you don't owe them an explanation but you just owe them enough to tell them that hey this is what's happening you don't have to get into that, To say I'm not in a great place right now but I really like that you have this much concern for me and I will get back to you whenever I feel better because that's I feel like that's really important because if you are at the receiving end of this and you are unaware about how they are doing right because maybe you haven't been uh, talking very regularly off late. so in such circumstances I feel like you need to know right it's that ethical reason of you having to tell them so I feel like that's an incredibly incredibly relevant point to mention yeah definitely
2: you don't owe anyone an explanation per se for a boundary that you set with them but it is definitely helpful for your relationship with that person if you can just let them know that you will be spending some time apart or not replying to them or whatever it is just so that they know and don't have to overthink about the fact that it's not a personal attack right and
1: Shriya, you want to talk about time boundaries? Yeah, so I'll just start off by talking about what um, setting a boundary would mean for me. It could be something like stepping away from a stressful situation, acknowledging that, okay, if I spend any more time on this, I'm really going to not be in a comfortable space. And I can't handle this right now. You need to recognize that. And it could be from something frustrating. Just allowing yourself to disengage from that so about the time-based boundaries for example i don't check my phone after a given time i may not be sleeping that time but i will say okay i'm going offline for the day it's just so that i am not on my phone until whenever i sleep because i don't i don't feel that's necessary right at least i try to abide that most days but obviously there are exceptions there are emergencies there are things you need to do right there right then and there so Just be mindful though. Be mindful of when something is important, when something isn't. If this can wait, then do allow yourself the extra rest that you can get. And uh, because of the times we're living in and all of this this situation, people just assume you're free because you're at home. If someone assumes you're free because you're at home. And if you can afford to do this, then I would urge you to just decide not to reply to a work mail, work email after say 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever. You know, just set that boundary so that you allow yourself that time to rejuvenate. You give yourself that time, like, no, I will not stress over this now. I deserve to take care of myself now. It doesn't relate to you being productive or not that time. Because you need to take care of yourself. And if if you guys have any experiences you'd like to talk about, please go.
0: On uh, on the note of like time-based boundaries... I think making boundaries for myself also is kind of important because when it comes to work in general, I tend to procrastinate and like do my work at like 1am. And then I sit and like think to myself like, I could be doing this at 7.30. Why am I, you know, engaging this at 1am when I'm supposed to sleep? So boundaries for yourself also is very important to keep yourself healthy and possibly happy. <laughs> and not pushing another person to share personal details that is a boundary you should keep for yourself and other people don't owe you explanations so that's a boundary they can keep for themselves this can include in situations where like you're having heart to hearts with friends while getting into new romantic relationships or friendships or even acquaintances and peer-based environments. You do not owe people explanations for your situations when you're confiding in them and people do not have the right to get to know about your business when you don't want to let it air out. And next, it's not selfish which we keep repeating because it's very important for you to know it is not an excuse, but context for recuperation. You, I think you owe people context that you require this, but you do not owe people explanation to why. And as life changes, boundaries change, this can be hard for people who find it hard to let go, as Sumati was talking about investment, <laughs> investment in relationships, as dynamics move on to new phases in life we need to set up new boundaries. This could include laying new rules and realizing that you might not be able to meet sometimes, you might not be able to text people at these hours because of work or because of school. Setting those new boundaries or stating good communication of said rules. Telling the other person when you're uncomfortable, when you feel like they're not treating you well is also important in relationships. As well as stating and agreeing equally on said terms. Do not sacrifice boundaries for other people simply because they will feel better. You owe yourself also equal amounts of boundaries and happiness or realization that you need to recuperate. Also abide by said rules. Do not feel the need to break boundaries simply because you can. But also when it does happen, ensuring context and communication for growth upon those mistakes are also really important. So have conversations, but you do not owe more than you want.
2: Agreed, agreed. And yeah, like you said, boundaries are dynamic, subject to change, but at the same time, you shouldn't sacrifice or compromise on your boundaries just for another person's joy, you know? It's about giving yourself the love that you give to others, right? You don't have to compromise on it unless the situation is so emergent that you know if it's life or death or something then that's understandable but also make sure that you also give yourself time to recover right and communicating with uh, with another person is very important as well because um, you don't owe them like i was saying you don't owe them an explanation just informing them that you will be taking that time off or creating that distance i think that information is kind of helpful for a relationship that's part of healthy communication Okay. Well, we hope you are well hydrated. Well, okay, so that brings us to the end of the episode, right? This was incredibly personal, uh, probably a little more than the previous episodes as well. But all in the hope that it helps at least some one person out there who's struggling with the whole idea because we are acknowledging the fact that this year has not been easy and it continues to just get more difficult and it's important you give yourself the time and time. We are acknowledging that, and hopefully you will do after this episode. Yes, and plugins, shameless plugins now. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's HealTheMind_Podcast. We're not the most active people. I we will very shamelessly also acknowledge that. But yeah, follow us anyway. You get updates there. You know when we are coming out with another amazing episode, and you might also get to see some bloopers and teasers. You know. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Very nice listeners you are if you are still here. Hopefully you have some great takeaways. And on behalf of everyone here and Pratik in Spirit, goodbye. Have a great day, great night, wonderful sleep and a great journey with your self-care. Take care. Peace out, y'all.